Manganas St. Louis Acura has a great selection of new and certified pre-owned Acuras. Get 3.9% financing for up to 36 months in all new Acura models. Or get $1,000 in loyalty incentives on the 2023 TLX and RDX and $750 in loyalty incentives on the 2024 Integra. Get financing as low as 1.99% for up to 36 months on certified pre-owned TLX and MDX models. Munganas St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you. Hey, everybody, welcome to another edition of Good Nightingale with Bob Nightingale, the USA Today. I'm Mike Claiborne, and Bob, man, here we go. The pennant races are starting to heat up. The wild card races are going to be a lot of fun, and this MVP thing is going to be fascinating down the stretch as far as the National League is concerned. Yeah, I mean, it's really coming down to the last wild card spot in the National League. I mean, I still think, uh, you know, Philadelphia's got the top seed, and then it's, you know, I think it's going to be, you know, Arizona and Chicago or, or you know, or, or vice versa. Cincinnati's in that bunch. Cincinnati's yeah, they're in, the in that bunch. San Francisco's in a bunch, and so is Miami. But I, I got to think the Cubs got one spot, so maybe Arizona and the others. Uh, MVP, you know, I may not be uh, the, the guy that wins it, may not have the most first-place votes, uh, but you better feel you know, I'd be the guy who gets the most second-place votes. But that being said, I'd, I'd be really surprised at this point if it's not Ronald Kuna Jr. Uh, yeah. I think I think he's pulling away from this thing. I really do. No, he's really seen like he's found another gear for a guy who plays every day and every inning. Yeah. I I love the fact he plays every single day. Uh, I'm putting him historic numbers, too. I mean, forget 40-40. You can be a 40-70 guy. Uh, you know, Land's got the best record in baseball, everything else. So. He's done nothing. You know, it was his, his to lose. Now, you know, I, I think Wookie Betts had caught up and had gained momentum. But now I think it's shifted back to Lacuna for sure. Speaking of playing, how about my man in Seattle who decides that, you know, he should have been taken out of the game. He shouldn't have pitched in the seventh inning because he had 90 pitches. What the hell is his problem? <laughs> hey, he's lucky there's not a whole lot of veterans in that clubhouse. because I agree. They would, I, they, I they agree. would have gone by less deck. But you saw the uh, – Social media backlash by former players and I'm sure veterans, current players want to say the same thing, but you know, but held their tongue. Uh, but yeah, I mean, to, to say that, uh, you know, that happened 15, 20 years ago. The guy be sent to triple I don't There's care no how good he is. I agree <laughs> yeah, with you. Ridiculous. Hey, uh, you kind of stirred up the sandbox earlier this week with the story about perhaps Mike Trout being on the move in the offseason. Uh, where do we stand on that? What's kind of up to Mike Trout? I mean, Trout was the one who came out and said, uh, you know what, I want to talk to the front office and see the direction of, on the team. Well, I mean, if he wants if he wants out, they'll, they'll accommodate him. The thing is about Mike Trout, though, he's got about $250 million left in that contract. He's missed over 200 games the last three years. So if the Angels move him, they're going to have to eat some money. I don't think it'd be much of a market for him. You know, it's strange to say I'm a Hall of Famer and everything else, but this has missed way too much time. Yeah, no, I agree. And you know what? I think it also, the question is, if you're trying to keep Otani and you move Trout, then that means you better get a real haul in in order to keep Otani. So you, and you really don't have a really small window between the time, the, uh, you know, the winter meeting starts and you can start trading for players compared to when free agency starts. Because I think Otani's one of those guys that's going to make a deal and move on with his life, and whether it's going to be in, in, in Anaheim or elsewhere. 
Yeah, and, uh, you know, if uh, Otani does leave, I think it would be tough for the Angels to you know, have, not have either one. At least, at least you can have Trout for a, uh, a gate attraction. But, yeah, it's kind of, a, you know, up to Trout. I don't think he wants to leave. I think he's, he's definitely very comfortable there. We'll see. But if he wants out and the Angels say, okay, well, we'll listen. You know, what teams you, would you be willing to go to? About two teams, you know, that, that he'd go to. Uh, Bob Nightingale is our guest on Good Nightingale. Hey, you know, there are a few other things going on with regard to uh, teams trying to make that last second push. We haven't talked a lot about the American League, which is kind of up and down. And you really have to feel for, for Texas. Uh, they lose the ground at the beginning of the year. Now Max Scherzer is done for the regular season. We don't even know if they're going to be part of a postseason. Yeah, and they were cruising there. It looked like, you know, it was going to be their division title lose. And then just a, uh, you know, the bullpen melted down. Uh, they had six All-Stars. Five of them went down with injuries. So they really got hit hard here. I still think they'll make the playoffs. I think it was Seattle or Toronto will be sitting home. Uh, but I don't think they're going to win the division by any means. Uh, yeah, too bad with Scherzer. I mean, they gave up a lot to get him. And, uh, you know, not, now he's done for the year. So uh, just a string of bad luck for the Rangers. Yeah, I mean, they can't get out of their own way for sure. All right, hey, who's the manager of the year in the National and American League? Uh, American League, it's got to be Brandon Hyde of uh, Baltimore Orioles. Uh, it's amazing yeah. what he's done. I mean, it's a team that was a laughing stock uh, just a couple of years ago. All young kids and stuff and getting that thing right. I think it's a high runaway. Actually, it's still wide open. Uh, it, hey, if Cincinnati makes a playoffs, I think it's good to David Bell. Uh, if the Marlins make it, you know, probably go to Skip Schumacher. Uh, you know, otherwise, the guy I think that it makes some money is Dave Roberts. I thought that team has been smashed, smashed with injuries. I mean, every single person that's starting a rotation has gone down this year. They've pissed piecemealed together uh, stuff all year round. Uh, I think it should be Dave Roberts, but usually it because the Dodgers are always good. It's probably going to go to whoever makes that wild card spot. See, I'm kind of thinking Brian Snicker should be in that conversation. Uh, you know, he hasn't had the injury issue, but you know what? He's found a way to get that team going from day one, and they've had very few hiccups along the way. And as we talked earlier, they play a lot of guys every day, uh, and they are a juggernaut, even though the Cardinals went in and took two out of three against them, which everybody's still shaking their head on that. This has been one of the best road trips they've had all season. <laughs> you take two out of three from, from Atlanta. You take two out of three from Cincinnati. You take two out of three against Baltimore. So you took two out of three against the two best teams in the National and American League. Yeah, I mean, at least it gives a, uh, yeah, Cardinals hopes for the future, you know, especially with the uh, – you know, the rookie, you know, they got from uh, Baltimore, the Flaherty trade, uh, pitching so, so well uh, against the Orioles. And Flaherty's been a disaster for uh, for the Orioles. They've been very, very disappointed with him. So I'm sure it kind of rubbed it in their face last night, you know, when they, when they get beat by that guy. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, at least it gives Cardinals hopes for, you know what, uh, we can certainly bounce back and, and be a, a strong contender again in 2024. What do you think a landing spot will be for Flaherty? As you mentioned, he has not pitched as well as I think he'd like to in Baltimore. Uh, I know he's looking for a long-term deal, but is that deal going to be there? And will the money be anywhere near what he thinks it should be? I think he's got to sign a one-year contract and hit the market again because the money won't be there. Uh, it's not the same Jack Flaherty from a year, few years ago. 
So if someone wants to give them a long-term contract, it'd be a real big gamble. I'm not sure if somebody wants to take that, take that risk. You know, particularly when you look, you know, what happened this past winter with, you know, Carlos Rodon and that's, that sort of thing. So I, I think it'd be a of him to bet on himself, go well, back and do a one-year contract and then hit the market again. I'd say, you know what, I just would tell him, I would say two words, Cody Bellinger. Look right, what he's done right. for him. I mean, this guy's on he's been on fire and he's the reason why the Cubs are even in playoff contention. So and I think you're gonna see some other guys. Like, I don't see this market, Bob. Uh, and granted, we're a few months away. I don't see this market being plentiful when it comes to long-term deals. I think you're gonna see a lot of short-term deals where guys are gonna have to go out and prove it, and maybe they find a way to do a deal in midseason, but I think you're gonna see more short-term deals than we've seen in a long, long time. We could. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a weak market. I mean, you do have, uh, you know, Blake Snell, probably, you know, with the top pitcher out there. And, uh, and of course, uh, Aaron Nola from Philadelphia, you know, outside of Otani, obviously. And, uh, yeah, position player-wise, it's probably Bellinger, you know, on top of the list. But you're right. I mean, there were so many contracts that went belly up this past winter. I'm sure teams and owners are looking at that like, wait a minute now, uh, what are we going to get out of this? I mean, it was a uh, bad, bad winter for a lot of those big market deals. Hey, um, I don't know how much you, you've been in tune with the TV situation in the regional markets, but um, Major League Baseball's got a, they're at a crossroads. Don't you think as far as how they put their teams or put their games on TV locally? No, they are. I mean, you're, you're not going to have the uh, you know, blackouts, obviously, but you're not going to have the same kind of money either. I mean, there's so many teams that don't have a deal for next year, and they're probably only going to get, you know, 50 cents on the dollar what they were making beforehand. Uh, which makes you know, teams that, you know, like the, uh, you know, the Yankees and Mets who have their own networks. And, and how about the Dodgers? I mean, they signed a $8.35 billion deal for 25 years. That thing's looking you know, greater and greater uh, today because mm-hmm. it's such that disparity. It certainly creates uh, a wider gap between the haves and the haves not. Well, we got some interesting baseball this weekend. Uh, Baltimore and Tampa, that's a team we don't talk a lot about anymore. Tampa got out to such a blazing start. They've kind of leveled off. They've lost some good pitching, but they have Baltimore for four, and that might change the whole way we look at things because the, if they walk out of there with three wins in their back pocket, a good team between those two won't make the postseason. Yeah, well, you know, they make the postseason. I mean, they got the top wild card, whoever loses it, but you're not winning the division. I mean, they, uh, whoever uh, the runner up in that division will be the number one wild card team for sure. Uh, but you're right. I mean, Tampa, you know, they had all the injuries, you know, all the Tommy John surgeries and kind of a fell out of the picture after such a great, great start. And uh, the world's kind of scuffled a little bit here. Uh, you know, not playing that well. They're not playing well in Arizona. Of course, like you. You mentioned the uh, Cardinals beat them up. So they need to turn things around in a hurry. You know, there weren't that many guys like that on the market at the deadline. But the market in the game probably needs to start looking at veteran players longer. And you think about what Tommy Pham's meant to Arizona. You, you can't tell me that a Tommy Pham-type player couldn't help Baltimore, couldn't help Seattle, couldn't help Tampa somewhere along the way. And, and baseball's kind of eliminated that guy because they don't want to pay him a fair, fair market value. Oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, the Diamondbacks got him. I mean, he was out there. I talked to different teams. I thought he was going to Minnesota, which he should have. He should have gotten to Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, you mentioned Seattle, one of those teams, but particularly Minnesota and Philadelphia. 
and they just kind of uh, laid back. And uh, Dimebacks didn't even give him a prospect. It was just a fringe guy for him. And he's been uh, wonderful for the Dimebacks. Just a lot of big-time clutch hits, you know, home runs, driving runs, uh, you know, kind of reshaping that clubhouse a little bit. It was, it's still a good clubhouse, but now there's kind of a uh, chip on their shoulder type of thing. So, no, I, I think teams might wake up and say, you know what, I'm going to give Tommy Pham a multi-year deal next year. Hey, um, before we let you go, one of the things that we've seen is such a rash of injuries, and, you know, we've kind of baby players to this point. Do you think teams will step back and look at their performance departments more and figure out, are we on the right path as far as developing players now and certainly for our future? Well, I think they got to, uh, you know, grab these pitchers and say, what are you guys doing? You know, I mean, a lot of these pitchers, you know, I talked to, uh, I was talking to Buddy Black about this recently. He goes, I didn't pick up a baseball in the offseason until January. And now guys are working out the, you know, the whole time. They're going to drive line. They're, they're throwing weighted balls. Some agents refuse to uh, send their guys to drive line. So, you know what? Too many of these guys are uh, going down with Tommy John surgery. You know, these guys don't know how to pitch. Uh, look at a guy like Zach Gallon of Arizona, you know, a Cy Young candidate. He throws 93, 94 miles an hour, but he throws four or five pitches, but he just knows how to pitch. Well, these guys, you know, like Noah Syndergaard, you know, are throwing 100 miles an hour and then blow out in a couple of years. You know, too many guys are just worried about the velocity, and sure enough, you're going to pay the price. All right, Bob. Uh... Good baseball on the weekend. What are you looking into next week, and what are you thinking about uh, something we need to pay attention to? Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, I think the uh, this week can be a blast with the uh, Tampa Bay and uh, Baltimore. Uh, people in Baltimore are really getting fired up. I think the game Friday at their, uh, honoring Adam Jones, retiring his number. That's already sold out. And then, uh, you know, good weekend also in, in Phoenix where you have the uh, Cubs going there for three. So, you know, the uh, – We'll see if one of those teams end up staying home. But the Cubs have got to turn things around. They've lost five or seven now, including two or three of the Rockies. So they're uh, going they're going south and south in a hurry. You know what would be interesting about that series in, in in Phoenix with all those Cub fans out there for spring training, they're going to show up, and the Diamondback fans have finally come come to and woke up and realized their team is in contention because their football team won't be very good. Uh, that could be a very spirited weekend out in the desert. Yeah, usually it's about, you know, 70% Cub fans, maybe 80%. Now I would think it'd be about 50-50. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, there's so many people from Chicago that live in Phoenix. I think it's one of every five, one of every six people, but so many Cubs fans. But, yeah, it'd be very intriguing. I mean, since uh, both teams have been a surprise, neither team was supposed to make the postseason. And now we'll we'll see. Maybe both, both do. All right. He's Bob Nightingale. I'm Mike Claiborne. Bob, thank you, sir. We'll talk next week. It's called Good Nightingale. And of course, it's on ClavesOnline.com. There's always been a bright side to living in downstate Illinois. Amron, Illinois is making it even brighter with a little help from the sun. Right now, we're building a next generation solar facility to bring you cleaner energy for generations to come. It's good for the environment, your neighborhood, and everyone living in downstate Illinois. That's brighter thinking. That's energy at work. Learn how you can participate in solar programs at amarinillinois.com renewables.